Today is Monday, March 9th, 2015. This is Deadline, the Statesman's weekly podcast, bringing you the latest headlines from Stony Brook University. In the next few minutes, you'll hear what's important in news, arts, and sports. Here's this week's stories from news with Kelly Zagers. In this week's Under the Microscope, Ruchi Shah explored how Stony Brook University scientists discovered the way the main components of marijuana, THC, and CBD are transported within the cell. The team of researchers, led by Dale Deutsch, Martin Kaxoka, and Matthew Elms, characterized the binding of THC and CBD to fatty acid-binding proteins, which act like shuttles within the cell. The team was the first to show that in humans, CBD does not inhibit the fatty acid amide hydrolase, essentially the garbage can that would discard of anandamide. Anandamide is a neurotransmitter naturally present within the body, and components of marijuana mimic some of the effects of it. The team has started developing inhibitors of fatty acid binding proteins to increase anandamide levels in the body, one of which raised levels in mice and had pain-reducing effects. They also plan to further investigate how THC and CBD work in other body systems and what components are involved in harnessing the positive effects of marijuana. The SUNY Office of Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion recently announced a faculty diversity program to provide partial salary support to SUNY campuses for academics who belong to groups that have been historically underrepresented in higher education. The program is highly competitive, providing up to $145,000 total for each appointed faculty member. Stony Brook University President Samuel L. Stanley Jr. said the school needs to do a better job of recruiting minorities into faculty and staff. However, National Science Foundation data show the pool of potential applicants is limited. Of the 752,000 U.S. doctorates in science, engineering, and health fields earned in 2008, less than 3% went to African Americans and less than 3% went to Hispanics. Such small numbers force universities to fiercely compete for the handful of minority candidates. Stony Brook recently introduced a talent management system that uses sophisticated software to automate recruitment, onboarding, and management. This could potentially help in increasing diversity and allow officials to monitor searches that are going on for faculty. Stanley said it will make it easier for him to hold people accountable for how they're doing their hiring. That's it for news. Over to Arts and Entertainment with Giselle Barkley. Teresa Tagliaferri has been saying nipple a lot lately. The James College RA presented Free the Nipple Friday night. The documentary discusses how it might be legal for both men and women to be publicly topless, but it is not considered politically correct to see a woman's breasts. In fact, women are still being arrested for taking off their shirt outside. Both men and women attended the Friday night screening and agreed that there was certainly a double standard. Vibrance. Color. Those were just some of the ways to describe the Stony Brook Tandava's performance Saturday night. The dance team performed classical Indian dance to benefit on-campus charities and ones in India. The team started two years ago and wants to continue dancing the same classical Indian routines for years to come. That's it for Arts and Entertainment. Over to Sports with Joe Galati. The Stony Brook men's basketball team upset number 2 Vermont in the Marquis semifinals on Sunday, winning by the score of 79-77. to After trailing by as much as 16 in the first half, the Seawolves opened the second on a 28-6 run to take a double-digit lead of their own. The Sean Thrower knocked down the game-sealing jumper with under a minute to play, capping off a surprise 18-point outing. Jamil Warney finished with 24 points and 14 rebounds, and Carson Purifor added 17 points. The Stony Brook women's basketball team was upset by UMBC in the first round of the American East tournament on Saturday, losing by the score of 49-47. Corey Bain Walker missed a potential game-winning heave as the buzzer sounded, capping off a Seawolves comeback effort that felt just short. 
Sabri Proctor wasn't able to play in the second half due to a knee injury, while Bane Walker led the team in scoring with 21 points. Scognamiglio added 11, and Oganoran scored 10. The Stonybrook women's lacrosse team improved to 3-0 in the season with a 13-6 win over Villanova on Saturday. Freshman Kylie O'Miller scored two goals and notched five assists, the latter being a program freshman record. Michelle Rubino and Courtney Murphy both had hat-tricks in the win, and Caitlin Leahy notched five saves. And that's all for sports. There you have it. From all of us here at the Statesman, thank you for listening. Be sure to check out our latest issue on stands today. For Deadline, I'm Mike Daniello.